Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. Well, welcome today. I have two guests with me in the studio. Two women. I am outgunned today. I have my wife, Anna, who you hear laughing. <laughs> Hi, Anna. Hi. Glad, glad to have you. you here. And also with us for the very first time is Dr. Amber Sorsic of Living Well Clinical Nutrition. And I would identify you as a chiropractor Indeed. also mm-hmm. in nutrition. Uh, what a great combination to put the two together. What, Dr. Amber, what do you do? Help us. What is this? So professionally trained as a chiropractor, but I definitely started this career path because my undergraduate training was in nutrition. So basically, I was dissatisfied with um, the hospital setting. I kind of joke that that gives me hives. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I'm not, I, well, let's not even we don't need to go down that path. On I, I'm just not sure. I'm just uncomfortable. So I did have intentions of going to medical school and I knew I wanted patient care. It was kind of always a part of my life. But I found myself in a research lab. I was a lab rat working for a nutraceutical company called Standard Process. Um, Very just science heavy. And uh, Petri dishes do not talk. So I got a little bit bored. Also still searching Mm -hmm. for clinical care that (laughs) fit my values. Because once you see how nutraceuticals can change your health, I was like, there's no way I would be satisfied signing a prescriptive pad. So you're talking about medical prescriptional based uh, drugs uh, oriented stuff is what you're. if I would have gone that way. Yes, I would have been dissatisfied. Okay, but I thought that might have been my only entry into uh, patient care. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. we're in the Western world. That really is a lot of care that people seek. I remember the first time I met you, I, and I was really nervous because I, I was totally over regular medical doctors, and I looked at you and I said, look, I said, I, I just, I don't like doctors. And you looked at me and you goes, neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, whoa, this is different. I like this. Kind of uh, from the fact that we kind of, we we don't like the pill pop society. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, I guess, what you're getting at. Exactly. Is you wanted a more nutritional, let's deal with proper food, proper right. diet, Talk to eating people. right. Exactly. Instead of just throwing pills at the situation, which can have a number of side effects and what all. You want to go a little cleaner. Right. And get to the root cause of yes. disease and illness. And so in our clinic, we like to say we help people without drugs and surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That does not mean we're mutually exclusive, like as if you don't need you don't meet people who need those things. I just I really believe that that has become such an easy way. I was was hesitant to say trend because that kind of stinks that that's a trend, but it might it might actually be. Yeah. Well, this is kind of why me and Anna have come to see you is because we don't want to do that either. And I've changed a lot of stuff in my life strictly from diet change, lots of water drinking. Yeah. 
And rather than just here, throw these pills down, and I, I just don't want to do and it. And surely yeah. you've noticed a difference. It's not even yes. like you're doing something because you don't want to do another thing. You've you, okay. So that might have been where your journey started. That you said, I, "I'm kind of, I don't want this system. Let me pivot." To something else yeah, and that's exactly what happened they threw pills at me when i had my thyroid issue and i didn't get better yeah and i'm like i'm done so kind of what i want to come into with this discussion here is people come to you with health issues or problems or pains or what let me just put myself in there i came to you i've got my back trouble and mm-hmm. all my things going on and there comes a time when you have to tell people look you need to stop doing this and start doing that okay and sometimes people will probably listen to you, and maybe sometimes they won't. I don't know. Oh, sure. Uh, some people don't want to hear it. Yes. All right. So l- let me even mistakenly, but I'll let, I'll finish your question. Sorry. No, well, I'm just kind of getting tracking into the point that um, you know I've had people in the medical industry look at me as a pastor and say, Ray, what right do you have to tell people that the way they're choosing to live their life is wrong? Like I'm some kind of a hypocrite telling them you need to stop doing this and start doing that. Okay, now these people that have told me this are in the medical industry and they have people come see them with difficulties and they always tell them, okay, well, you need to stop doing this and start doing that. And I said, well, wait wait a minute. How are we different? How are we any different? You're concentrating (laughs) on physical. I'm concentrating on spiritual. Yeah. Now, number one, I'm not telling them my opinion. I'm not saying, well, you should be like me because I think I'm better than you. And I, okay, th- there's something else that comes into play into this. There comes standards, medical standards. Do- Dr. Amber, I'm calling you doctor, which probably means you went to school. You studied. <laughs> yes, indeed. Who did you, what did you, what did you study? Your opinion or did you study standards? Yeah, standards. How long did it take you to do those standards? You put a lot of time into that, I bet. Oh, yes. 12 years. Twelve. So you do. I mean, wow. because of course you can't get into college without going through high school. Uh, that required advanced classes in high school. Then you do undergrad, and then right three plus years of graduate school. Okay. So I guess I might have buffed it a little bit. Let's say eleven and a half. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, that other gonna, half is important. We're, yeah. we're going to kill you <laughs> yeah. off that half year. Um, so you're, when people come to you and they say, well, look, I got this pain and you say, well, okay, well, I need you to start doing this and probably stop doing these things. You're not just throwing your opinion at them. No. Th- th- and this honestly, is a studied. Yes. And anecdotal evidence is so. Okay. So most of the time patients would come to our office most, not always, most of the time, a little bit fed up with their condition or a standard of care. So either they're motivated to fix something in themselves or they desperately need a change because what I, however they've tried to fix something hasn't worked. And right. not everybody's like coming in at the end of their rope. Some people just maybe grew up in more of a holistic family. Maybe they just, they With know. With food and diet instead of meds. I came in yeah. at the end of my rope. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> That's yeah. where I but was. It's not, not a bad thing either right. because you kind of, sometimes, gosh, brokenness motivates change. I mean, you can... Surely yes. you see that as a pastor. I mean, that's part of a lot of. There's sometimes people will not listen to me until they're at their end until they're at yeah. their end. And I've told them all along the way, here's here's what, you know, no. And then they leave and they want to do it their way. And then they get in trouble and then they're they're at the end. Then they come cra- crawling. Yes. And thank God. Brokenness. They did. Brokenness is a big deal. So uh, I guess what I'm kind of coming to is Second Timothy 2.15. Study. To show thyself approved unto God, a workman that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
Okay, friends, what I'm trying to say here is that when if you come to me and say, Pastor Ray, I've got this issue, I've got this problem in my life, and I say, well, here's some things that uh, you should probably do and things you should probably not do, understand I'm not just throwing my opinion at you. I've been studying the Bible, and mm-hmm. you can do it too. We can all study the Bible. You know, I've got my degrees from Bible college, but you don't have to have a degree to know this stuff. You can pick up your Bible and read it. The problem is most people are not reading God's Word. So when they hear this, stop doing this, start doing that, I pray they listen, but sometimes they get mad and, well, who are you to tell me? And it's, well, okay, well, this is God's Word. Dr. Amber, when you tell people, here's something you should do, and here's something you should stop doing, stop eating sugar and stop uh, eating all the the fried foods and whatever and all. You're not just saying that because that's what you think. Your education from the standards you've studied, you have studied to show yourself approved under the medical world that this is the way it works. And you're telling them based on the standards of study, correct? Yes. And that comes from formal training, but also nearly 15 years in practice. So, of course, you get to a place. I think everybody starts out on their journey, whether you're, I mean, for everything, you're a new Christian, you're a new professional, whichever, you know, you just have some, you're wet behind the ears. Isn't that what they say? Yes. Yes. And so at that point, I was leaning on my training and mentors and other people who have seen things and you, you just, you study and you trust and you keep walking and trying and practicing. And then 15 years in, you realize yeah, like now I'm actually seeing it. I can tell you anecdotally that I see this in practice. I know this is going to help you. And patients start to tell you, I feel better. And sometimes the most amazing thing is, is sometimes it is a very simple fix. Sometimes you're using herbs that you know scripture tells you the Lord left for you for your healing and right. for your benefit. The food that he designed to grow from a seed into a huge, beautiful plant filled with nutrients right. that your body needs. And so when it's that simple and you see how much better you feel, you can't, it's hard to deny it. You don't want to go back. Yeah. And and, and sometimes you don't even need that scientific study, like to tell you this is it. And so I don't, I don't have to lean on that. Well, this should be the case. Well, I'm so satisfied that you felt this healing and you feel so great by eating Real right. things. And I, I also heard what you just said also. I don't know if you realize what you said is don't be complacent. You're mm-hmm. not complacent in your studies. You're watching. You're paying attention. How does this person react? Let's try this. Let's try that. Because you're not complacent. Whereas we watch a lot of people who claim to be a believer in Jesus, but they're so complacent. They're like, oh, well, I said something yesterday, so I'm good for the next you know, 10 years. And, and then what does that happen? You get wound up getting sluggish. I mean, if we got complacent in our nutrition, what would happen to us? Yeah, sure. I mean, you you're going to tap out. You're yeah. you know, you're going to you're not going to keep accelerating in your healing journey. No different than your daily consumption mm-hmm. of the word like yeah. you were talking about at the beginning of. That's what's sharpening. So, you can sharpen and I I just it's an obedience training. So, even mm. if you don't understand, yes. even if you don't understand your nutrition or even if Scripture is overwhelming the very first time you open it. If you are training yourself daily to consume right. the word, right. the right foods, nothing's going to stand in your way from those minimal efforts compounding and becoming 
right. health, health food <laughs> in both ways. The, uh, you know what? It's almost like what um, I had found this in Proverbs eighteen twenty. It said, "A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth; from the produce of his lips shall be filled." So it's more than just it's more than just food. It's yeah. the overall being and, and what you say and how you say it. And there's just so much like um, how there's so many references to fellowship with food and bread and but I mean satiety, your mouth, the bowels. I, it's really just quite interesting yes. how intertwined it is. But when you stand like. I might not be the theologian to nitpick all of this, but you you at least have to think this must be part like this is part of God's design. The, yes. Like yeah. food is more than just you eat to live, not live to eat. Yes. And, you know, the Lord is demonstrating himself through the body. Yes. And food is that what you take in is what you're going to become. And I know a lot of Christians that are spiritually starving to death yes. because they are not eating the word of God. I had this dream ages ago. I was at a buffet. It was a healthy buffet. Okay. I, I see that look in your eye. It was a healthy buffet. And that's hilarious. So the, a salad bar. Yeah, okay. it was a salad bar buffet. There you go. Yes. And I was in there eating. And these people came walking in. This is dream now. Okay. And these people came walking in. And they looked like Holocaust victims. They, they were skin and bones, dark eyes. And they came straight to me. And they're like, oh, that looks so good. And I said, it is good. Go get some. Would you tell us how that tastes? Mm. You know, and, and now I'm having to explain to them what this food is that I'm eating. I'm like, well, you know, here's a, a steak and here's, you know, a salad and all this stuff. And I'm trying to explain. They're just like, oh, that, uh, oh, that must taste so good. I'm like, well, there's a whole line over there. Go get some. And, they're, and, and they, they were all surrounding my table just dying to know what this stuff tastes like. And I was explaining to the best of my ability. I was trying to tell them how it tastes. And they go, well, you know what? We take your word for it that it tastes exactly the way you say. And I'm like, okay, good. Go get some. They're like, no, that's okay. We trust your word for it. And they got up and then they left. And they walked back out as malnourished as yeah, they as were they when they in. came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up and I was freaking out and said, okay, God, this has to mean something. It had to come from you. What was this? He says, that's the church today. Mm-hmm. They come in and they listen yeah. to the pastor. Good word, pastor. We trust you. And they leave. But they won't consume those words themselves, and they are spiritually malnourished because they are not getting what they need. And God is trying to demonstrate his word, his righteousness towards our spirit the way he shows us food to the body. Right. You eat well, you're going to live well. If you're not eating well, you're not going to live well. And, you know, how many people turn on that TV set and they watch that news, everybody talking bad about each other? When they could be reading God's word, and yeah. they won't. Right. Are you well, then they're consuming so much of what's, you know, what's going to flow back out. They're consuming right. junk. Mm-hmm. They don't feel well spiritually, and they don't know why. And they come to the pastor. Pastor, I've got this problem. Well, maybe you should stop watching so much TV and movies and stuff, and maybe you should pick up God's word. Well, who are you to tell me? what? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, hey, I can only go so far. But, Dr. Amber, here's something else, too. When I come in and you didn't know much about me at all, I had to tell you what was going on. Mm-hmm. I had to confess that. There's a lot of mm. people don't want to confess, yeah. okay? <laughs> they just want to, doctor, you figure me out because you're the doctor. And well, that's the, I mean, that's the same sort of trend, right? Yes. Like, that's the idea of like, well, I have this. I mean, you can't turn on the television and maybe not see a pharmaceutical yes. ad. I have that, that pill 
is what I need. Yes, because they told you your symptoms and you match. You happen to match the symptoms. You know, the but co- it's commercials so much, mostly talking about the side effects, though. It's That's true. You get me. a whole five minutes at right. the end. But you're not. Okay, so then have you all ever noticed that people yes. like to stay comfortable? Yes. They don't like to push themselves yep. to uh, discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I think even the three of us would be lying if we said that we don't have those tendencies ourselves. Oh, and yeah, so, exactly. I'm not 100% pure of all this stuff. I mean, right. a lot of what I'm saying, it doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm just saying but, I'm, I'm an example of what I'm talking about here today. And wisdom tells you to to have these sharpening friends in yes. your lives. Yes. To push sharpened you out yes. of that so that you are willing to say, I don't, at least to be able to critically think your way through the process of, Actually, there's probably not a one pill for this because if there were, I would never, I wouldn't be seeing all these um, exactly. illnesses anymore, right? Right. But it takes work. Yes, it does. To participate in that, it takes self denial, mm-hmm. which is also yes. scriptural, dying to your flesh yep. every day. Like, I, I would I, love to I, eat I'm donuts you every amen. day. Like, <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite foods yeah my husband jokes we kind of have this thing where if a dessert comes around i'm like "Ooh, that's in my top three and he's like everything's in your top three (laughs) and so i have hundred things in your top three exactly (laughs) he says the math doesn't work on that (laughs) i don't don't get it because when you're tempted math makes no sense it's that new math (laughs) the one they're teaching in school exactly so um so sometimes in clinic, in practice, I will meet people who are very ready for that and they are ready to. And, and I do think that most of the time it take you, you might be at, at such the end of your rope mm-hmm. that you're you're now willing to participate. But you, they got to tell you. They have to tell you yeah. what's wrong. They got to tell you sometimes uncomfortable details oh, at yeah. times and to, that's to be what, able to get there yes. to, to that. And Relationship then, building. Okay, this is called an examination. You're, you have to examine them to some respect and say, okay, you need to tell me what's going on. You, you've laid me down on the chiropractic table. You put stuff on my back and all mm-hmm. these kind of things. Because, you know, right now I'm having back trouble. I don't know if my listeners know that. And, and Dr. Amber has been helping me with that. But it, it requires an examination. First, I have to confess. I've got a problem. Right. And I've got to come tell you. I've got to confess that up front. If I don't confess, I can't get anywhere. But I also have to be willing to let you examine me. David said in Psalm 139, 23, he said, search me, mm, O God, mm-hmm. and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. He's saying, God, I got a problem. <laughs> I know I do. I'm confessing it, but I don't necessarily know what it is. So God, would you please examine me? And God, when you find out what's wrong, Tell me what it is that I need to stop doing. Right. And yes. I, and I'll stop doing it. Okay. I know you get this in your field. Mm-hmm. People that are ready, I've had enough. I mean, David, at this point, he was he was at his end. He's, uh, okay, I can't deal with this anymore. You get your people that come in. They're, they're not at their end yet. They're probably sometimes not very serious with you yet. And you can only do so much. Sure. But the people that are, I'm hurting, and I, I'm going to tell you every every answer to every question you ask me, okay? Because I need you to see if what's wrong in me and help and guide me which way to go. Now, at that point, I have confessed. I have asked for examination. Now, I have to be willing to do something very, very pivotal. When the doctor tells me, 
you need to stop doing this and start doing that. There's a word in the Bible that means stop doing this and start doing that. It's a word that means turn around. It's a word people absolutely hate to hear. It's rated R. It's called the word repent. Mm. means turn around. Cut it out. Stop doing that. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I Repent. Yes. And I don't. Oh, I'm, let me just speak. This is this might sound like a little bit of a derail, but this does happen in clinic. But you know where this happens the most? This happens in parenting to me. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes yes. I'm like, I'll, I'll stand back and I'll think, shoot, did I just go all fire and brimstone on them? And then I realize, <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually just yeah. asking for repentance. But you're not wrong that that in a way society makes that feel like such a dirty word but we are a prideful right, because society who are you to tell me how yeah. to live my no, life because, that's where they that's get it pride from. and that yep. is yes. ego and that is that's scary the, but, but the problem in that is doctor i still want you to fix me and i want to do what i, I want to do. do it my mm-hmm. way yeah. and if what you tell me i'm doing is wrong i don't want to stop if i yeah. want to eat reese's peanut butter cups Ten a day, then I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me, well, that sugar intake is causing inflammation, you need to stop that. Well, I'm not going to stop that, but you need to fix me anyway. What what can a person expect to happen at that point? Nothing. Yeah, and I honestly, there are just, I mean, when at, at that point, it's just stubborn. And what I was alluding to at the beginning is, I do think that some people, you have a mix. You have people who are just that stubborn that I will m- maybe have to say. Listen, you're telling me you really want your cardiac system to be repaired, but you're also unwilling to take these supplements, change your diet, and you're unwilling to take prescriptions. Right. So you're right. so like There's really nothing. You're telling me you're telling the your options, your care providers, no in both situations, but you still want results. Yeah. Because you know what? They want that, that what we, we were going to do actually. I want to have it, but it's I don't want to work pill. for it. It's a magic pill effect. They want to have one pill. They take it and they're done. I want to have you know? the health, but I don't want the dis- discipline right. to it's work discipline. for it. And, and mm-hmm. friends, the root word of discipline is disciple. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, you're going to be my disciple. You got to do some work. Now, being saved is one thing. That That's, that's the free. easy part. That's free. Jesus took care of all that on the cross. But now... If you're going to be a disciple, you have to take up a discipline. You can no longer live the way you used to live. If you're a new creation in Jesus, mm-hmm. having been saved by him, now you got to live different. All those things you used to do, going to bars, doing drugs, uh, all these crazy things, you used to, all the wildlife, all that kind of stuff you used to do, you got to stop all that, according to not my opinion, but according to God's word, because he talks about it. Where does it say that in God's word? I'll show you. But why don't you do a little effort? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put in a little discipline yourself and read it. I know in my walk, you know, it took me six years of praying. And I didn't want to go tell any doctor what my issues were because it was just mortifying. And then when I finally started doing all the diet change and all that, I finally asked the Lord. I'm like, why did you take so long to tell me? And he told me two things. One, self-control. Mm. Apparently, I lacked it. And I well, I lacked self-control two, at the candy aisle at yeah, one time. Yeah. Exactly. And two, he said, because now you know what it's like. You don't want to go back. Now that you feel so good, you look back, you're like, I don't want that. That's and my that's motivator. the way a believer is supposed to be, yeah. that when they get saved. For they real. Look, yeah, for real. They look back and are like, I don't want that old life. I don't right. want it right. anymore. So, okay, you've got the guy that's, that wants to eat the candy and what all. And you tell him, okay, you need to stop eating the candy. He doesn't want to do that. Once he feels better. He's going to now have not just knowledge, but experience Mm -hmm. that says, I felt better. 
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.